0: Let's
1: go. Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Comic School. Uh, we're glad that you can join us uh, once again for uh, a conversation about comics Pop culture, education, and why these things are uh, are awesome and uh, also important. I am very excited today because we get ready. We ready for this? We're, we're going international, baby. We're going international. We're an international phenomenon. Why do I say that? Well, you can't see him because you listen to it on a podcast. But I am looking at one of the sweetest patio setups that I have seen in a in a hot minute. Um, our guest today how shall how shall I describe what I'm gonna let him introduce himself uh, because I want everyone to just it's like the unboxing right so here we go it's the it's the unboxing please mystery guest will you will you please it will you please say hello to the audience hey
0: uh, good afternoon everybody and uh, Mike I'm so glad to be here. Uh, so so excited to be part of the podcast. Uh, so, i um, Dr. Raul A. Mora, uh, broadcasting live from Medellin in Colombia. Uh, um, also, my students also know me as Dr. Berry, uh, yes. because my last name is Blackberry, and then back in the day, they used to call me Mr. Berry, then I graduated from grad school, and I decided to, that the nickname decided, needed an upgrade, and became Dr. Berry, and that's what my, stu- my, I told my students one day, you can call me that, and they just took it and ran with it, and it and it stuck. Um,
1: and what do you what do you what are you, te- what, are you uh, what do you do when you're not um, when when we're not tweeting back and forth about the uh, about the MCU? What, what... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh,
0: when I'm not tweeting, when I'm not uh, making comments about the MCU or TV shows <laughs> or like Ted Lasso and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I'm an associate professor um, in, in at the School of Education and Pedagogy at my university. Um, that's a it's a Catholic university. It's called Universidad Pontificia Bolivariana. That's a it's a it's a pontifical university. So one of the universities that we have a direct link with the Vatican. So um, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, and so I teach at the School of Ed. Um, I specialize in language teaching methodology. Uh, qualitative research, and my primary area of work is literacy studies. That's where I got my PhD on from the University of Illinois, while I die. Hey, hey. Uh, Hey, hey. Um, And a lot of the work I do uh, when it comes to literacy um, has to do with exploring um, how languages play out in cities, how languages play out in the culture of video games, how multiple languages play out in the culture of uh, comics, pop culture, fandom. I got people, and I got. I do work with some of my students on fandom, um, and how to apply some of those things like comics, multiliteracy, critical literacy, um, and you know, make our classrooms a lot cooler than, than they are. Than they are.
1: <laughs> make them make them a lot cooler than they are, yeah, uh, yeah. times. and then also um, actually have some learning happen oh yeah of
0: course i mean <laughs> of course i um, think once you once you get into these theories and just are,
1: exactly and right. realize.
0: i mean they realize all the stuff they can do that's right the language i think that um that hel- that helps them learn better once you once you have a real once you have an actual purpose for your um
1: talk about for it. your
0: earnings or for your language use
1: Ta- talk Most about just, it i
0: mean i always make the point that we have to help our students find, uh, find ways to use the language for something that matters to them that's right and if what matters to them is talking about um fan club uh, about mm-hmm. bands rock bands or mm-hmm. k-pop or pokemon or comics right why can't they why shouldn't they right i mean sure, well it's not, we can, not talk real. About the, we can talk about the canonical literature if you want but that, that's not real that nice. can't be this i that can't be not, it
1: that's not that real reading all there's
0: a lot more stuff going on than that <laughs> right
1: um and so as you can tell um there is a lot to talk about um in terms uh and and buckle up because uh it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing um and we the literacy and texts and 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 the deconstruction thereof and the learning theories all of that's all of that's on deck but as we usually do on comic school we got to ask we gotta ask you about your super secret what's it well, it's not super secret because about to, we're about to talk about it publicly so um but what what's your what's your origin story as it were like when 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 did you kind of come into this this comics thing um why why has it kind of why has it kind of stuck with you in terms of um not only what you do but I know it's it's sort of this Practice and praxis, because we we chop it up, we chop it up uh, very nicely. So I'm just take us through what take us through through kind of your story. How'd you get started in 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 this work? That's an easy one. Uh, My origin story has a lot to do with how
0: I learned to speak English. Uh, So I mean, I um, yeah. So when I was like nine, I started learning, and at around that time, talking about the 1980s, 1980. Ish, a long time ago, 1985 BC. Um, so I like, tell my students, it was,
1: yeah, it was, it, you're talking about the 20th century, the late yeah, 19th, so, the, 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 the the late, late 1900s. <laughs> the late 1900s, I was there,
0: the late 1900s, that's right. I was
1: there.
0: Um, so old. And, oh, Girl, I'm heart. <laughs> so I had to go Shazam. I, <laughs> I had to go Shazam right there. I was like, that. Girl, are you a heart?
1: Yep, that's a little SM
0: right there. Um, now, and I think that I, when I started learning, another thing happened is that we got satellite dish in our neighborhood. Mm. Um, so we got, I remember we had this huge satellite dish that covered, and we had like all the channels. And at the time, it was they were all in English. So sure. um, my schedule, I finished school at 12. I managed to do all my homework by four. Um, and after four, I would just sit down and um, I started watching TV. So I remember the first thing I started watching was wrestling, so it was like WCCW, um, a little bit of WWF, uh, right. and then and then it started, and then it was Disney Channel. So I always remember one of the first I started, I mean, I think one of the first shows that I got really hooked into was Darkwing Duck. I, I think it. I, I mean, that's a, super, in, 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 by the way, in English, in that's English, that's a superhero course.
1: story. Of course. Don't let anybody um, tell you that's not a Oh, superhero. no, no, no. Oh, dude. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Darkwing Duck is the duck. That's, um, that's, that's dangerous, baby. No, no that's but like,
0: that, that's dangerous. Yeah. And I mean, of course I used to watch a lot of cartoons. I mean, the other cartoons that were in Spain, but they were dubbed. But that I really say that I really got myself hooked into like English speaking cartoons. Um, I think my entry point was, Definitely, my entry point um, was Darkwing Duck. Later, I think my second entry point was the Cartoon Network, but that was like 1990s. Sure.
1: Um,
0: the original, I'm talking about the original Cartoon Network. So when it was Boomerang, when they had all the all the called they Hanna Barbera classics.
1: Yeah. So we're talking,
0: we're talking here all the all they want. I mean. And here's the first thing, I, I, my first day, the first gripe I have with Hollywood. <laughs> <Your> <laughs> here's the first, first gripe, I the gripe I have with Hollywood. Oh I have for my first gripe. You have, they have made two Smurfs movies, and they have made God knows how many Scooby-Doo movies. Why can't we have a Thunder the Barbarian live motion, live action picture? Dude, Jason Momoa, Momoa
1: could be Thunder. Now, see, I would not, I would have, I would have not, thought that but now i can't unthink it no you can even go and, and you can take it deeper because you can start going
0: space ghost and the uh the uh uh the humanoids i think they're the enemy yeah, it's, uh, yeah the one that had that I, I think the humanoids the one that they have blip and the blip and the, other blip and the, uh, the dragon and, oh, and the guy yeah, who kind of
1: yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and the guy that kind of
0: looks like that kinda, i was thinking that could be chris hensworth
1: I you got this whole headcanon that I of love. Course, of course like, I do. I got Momoa. I got Chris Hemsworth. I got dude, John, gotta... John Hammond's Space Ghost. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, dude. I, I do have that one. If you allow it. Um,
0: I, oh, John Hammond's Space Ghost. Now, and obviously. No, no and, of course, and of course, okay. and, no, and of course. And of course. And of course you're going to have my main man. Oh, the real Burban. I mean, come on, You gotta
1: have <laughs> So, so, and 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 it's what I, what I love about this. What I love about this is 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 kind of like multi multi faceted. Is one is and we've and you and I have talked a lot about this, and 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 there are people who take this up. Um, in fact, you take it, Speaking of things you take up, uh, we forgot to mention that you've got a new book. That just oh, yes, I the do. hotness, yes, I the new do. hotness, yes, what's I the do. title? What's the title of this book? Because we talk about, liter- and we're going to get into some like literacy conversations, like in learning, not only to, there's a difference between learning a language and learning and, and being literate. Right. So I want to, what's, what's the title of, of the collected yeah. book, oh. man. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. It's called the handbook of the handbook of critical literacies. Um, Ooh. so it just came out this past, uh, yeah, that's past week. Um, it's one of I mean it's one of the one of the largest um, efforts in putting together a handbook like this when you have 50 chapters 100 authors from over oh, well, 23 to 25 countries and regions from around the world and anybody who's any I mean and we have people here who have done a lot of the work with pop culture writing papers people like you know like Donna Alverman oh. like she's there <laughs> Yeah. like people sir. like Jessica Panjo, so she's the lead editor. Yeah, um, yes. you know my main man David Lowe. She's there. He's there. Up, you know
1: what's up, David Lowe, friend of the podcast. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> what's up, buddy? Dave?
0: Not uh, enough for you. Not, not, not enough for you, Dave. <laughs> I won't say. I won't, I won't. say the. I won't say the code word, but you know it. <laughs> you know what. You know what. They will You know what the magic. But the code word is. I don't have <laughs> to say it loud.
1: <laughs> so, and we're talking about we're talking about literacy, and we're talking about um, we're talking about your book. Um and uh, your collected edition and uh, definitely pick that up if you have liked um, a lot of the folks that have been a guest on the podcast uh, if you like the conversations that we're having this is definitely uh, something to pick up um and that's, that's not because you're the guest it's it's uh, uh, congratulations man it's it, it, it it's it is dope I'm so excited for you it is dope it is dope
0: uh, um, and again it's a beautiful it was a beautiful work I mean like I mean, because, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it's important to give credit to everybody who was part of this. So it was Jessica Pangea from uh, CSU Dominguez Hills. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, Jen Alford from QUT in Australia. Uh, Noah Golden, uh, CSU Long Beach. And then my main man, my brother, Noah. And my main man, Roberto DeBruyque, uh, who's from now on, he was um, Cal, um, uh, UC Santa Cruz. And, I mean, the five of us, we... We really—I mean, it was—it was a beautiful synergy. Like we really, I mean, not only did we get along very well, but working together. I mean, it was—it was beautiful music. I mean, yes. it, made, it made the journey, especially because in the middle of a pandemic, you have to like start working on this. Like, yeah. you really want to have some people to make some beautiful music with, and all, all the love I got for me, all the love from those four—they uh, were—they were, they were I me. Mean,
1: that's real. That's- we helped
0: each other. We helped each other tight like, in, in, in the middle of the pandemic and all this. And it was a beautiful experience.
1: Okay. I wasn't – and, and what's, what I love about this, uh, what I love to talk about, talk, talk with you uh, every time is, is it's always – it always gets me thinking and, and gets me, like, pushing in new ways. And so I, I kind of think about it like this. And I might be reaching here, but I, I, I want to say this. I think that part of the ways – that we, and I say, we, those, the, the space ghost generation or folks coming up on comics um, and in some ways, and in some ways, hip hop is we, we know what it is to collaborate. Like we know, y- y- like it's not just one person versus the world. You got to get the justice league together. Does, do you know what I mean? Like everybody brings their talents to the table. Yeah. And, and do you know what I mean? And, and so like, and I think, does, but, is, does that make so sense?
0: It, It it does if you think about, I mean, actually, if you start thinking historically and you link it to comics, it's going to make a lot of sense because think about the shows we grew up with, our generation grew up with. I mean, among many. Yes. Um, You can go, like, I'm going to start, like, uh, somewhere just for, but. Sure. We got Voltron. (laughs) Voltron was like, dude, unless you come together and you join forces, nothing's going to happen.
1: Yeah. You're about to get mopped, is what's about to happen. Exactly. Uh, Then you have, for example, you have the Transformers.
0: The Transformers was all about teamwork. I mean, yes, Optimus Prime was the man. The the man. Correct. He was the man. He was was a mensch. (laughs) He was a mensch bot. That's what he was, he was a mensch bot. He was a
1: mensch bot. (laughs) Because he was,
0: I mean, seriously. Let's talk about let's talk about Optimus Prime for one second, no, and let's talk let's about the most badass if I can say that in a podcast. The sure. most badass. You can say whatever you want. It's two right. minutes. No, think about the, the most badass two minutes in movie history. That moment when that moment when Optimus Prime comes into the rescue, and you got the song. I got the to touch. You got to touch and the touch. And, and then he just comes and cleans house, and he just cleans house. That's like, right. He, Dude, he just took everybody. He took the insecticons. He took the distru- the uh, cards He took a sun wave, star scream. He, he took he took everybody to the cleaners.
1: That's and that's that's the thing is is what w- when I think about the ways that we learn to, um, you know, because you and I both talk about pop culture being pedagogic in nature. Like yeah, we learn stuff yeah. You learn yeah. stuff. It's produced and I, you know. There's criticism, like yeah, it was a big, it was a toy commercial, but at the same time, like I what, yeah, like, we learned about, I learned about teamwork, I learned about, it's teamwork. about teamwork. teamwork. And what is, again, what you is, think about
0: the other shows that we used to watch. I mean, all of the shows in the '80s were all about, like, they were about teamwork. So it's like, like it was the Transformers, the Thundercats, Silverhawks. It was all about teams. Ooh,
1: Silverhawks. Yeah. It was a
0: kind of about the you know, uh, one. I forgot the one about the. Uh, oh. I forgot it's, it's what, what, the the, uh, the space the space sheriffs I forgot the name
1: oh, uh 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 yeah like Don't... last star or something okay. yeah there's that something like that
0: right. uh, there was there was mask um that mask was also G- even G.I. Joe's big... like all the shows were
1: about teamwork right and you and I... even the Muppets, even the Muppets and the Muppet babies it was like No, you're not. I'm not. I don't disagree with anything you just said. And, but, but, and and for part of it for me is, is people will often ask, like, okay, like, how you, you know, how do you collab and and how do you do this? It's like, it has been, like, it's a part of.
0: It's just that we, I mean, we grew up watching comics where there was no, no, and we got comics when you think about the bottom of that, like, there was no. There was no sense of selfishness, even in, even even if you had like the Transformers, you had Optimus Prime was the de facto leader and ultimate badass of the, um, but he everybody respected him, but at the same time he didn't see himself. And you could contrast with Megatron. Megatron was basically a, a little a little a little, a little republic dictator in in yeah. in, in, in Cybertron. Yeah. Like Optimus Prime he was like the kind of guy who was. Kind of the King Arthur kind of thing, you know. We're all doing yeah. this together. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm your leader, but, but Prime wasn't just the leader; he was also a mentor. Not, to some it, of the yeah. some of the even a mentor to some of the humans because even he took on like the uh, Spike, the, the little the little kid. He yeah. was like a mentor to Spike. He right. always stayed. So Prime saw himself as that his mission was bigger than just that. He wasn't just he wasn't he had to lead by example. Right. And, and, and you had all that. You had all that ethos in all the in all the cartoons of the of the era. Yes. You had that ethos that it was like, oh, we got teams and we got to work as a team. You know, and you, unless we all chip in and come together, um, this is gonna fail. And it
1: and, and I tell what I one of the things that I often will will tell people, and I think you've made a made a beautiful and brilliant point here, is that when we talk about what. The function of these texts are right like what they what they not not what they do but what we can take away from them and then what we can what we can bring to them like yeah you can learn about sharing but i learned about so i want to talk about voltron for a second like if we're if we're talking about metaphors for solidarity like that's that's it and so it's like how do you learn to think about working together and so we have to not not we don't we don't sublimate who we are, we are greater together, bringing our own selves yeah. into this thing. It's like, oh, that's that's a reach for Voltron. It's not a reach for Voltron. You just ain't think about it like that yet. So, so so when I'm thinking about your work, you know, we talked about the book, but like it makes total sense that we that we can collab because that's like that's where we've been living for the past however long. And I and and, and I think that's part of what makes um some of these things so resonant especially now you know we talk about the mcu we talk about yeah everything's all kind of connected and stuff but it it goes more than that um you know the thing about marvel and 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 if you know me i'm a a marvel guy but like the thing i like about marvel is that it's the neighborhood it's the neighborhood right outside your your front window and that front and the neighborhood outside the front window is that community do you know what i'm saying like it's not on cap to be one thing to everybody and that's why i try to mm-hmm. tell my that's why i try to tell my my teacher ed students is like you can't don't try and be everything to everyone you are you know know, know your know your spot know what you do well and lean into that cuz you got that community around you right um and i and, and that's what's really interesting to me is is you know i'm watching all these what ifs and and one of the things is mm. man they're all no matter how you kind of twist and tell the different stories it's all about how those how those char- we'll say characters but how those those individuals interact with the people around them and how they support mm-hmm. the people around them yeah. you know what i'm saying and so oh, yeah, absolutely um, and so I got to ask, and I, I think maybe this question is self-explanatory, but but we'll just give you a chance to to a- answer the question. Like, I know you think, well, I, I won't say I know what you think. Uh, I'll ask the question. Um, <laughs> why, man, why are you bringing all this pop culture stuff? You're a, you, you're a doctor. You got a doctor in front of you. you you're talking, to, you te- you're teaching teachers. And then you're t- also talking about pop culture. Why, why should we take... Why and how should we take pop culture seriously in, well, in our literacy, in our in hmm. literacy work, in education work? Oh,
0: that's a beautiful Go. <laughs> question. That's a beautiful question. No, I, I think part of it because pop culture is part of my Pop culture is intertwined with our lives, uh, whether we Ooh. want to accept it or not. Uh, pop culture is part of our lives. And sometimes making pop culture references makes things, makes it, makes it easier. I think that, and I, I mean, I talked about, I mean, these days I've been having this conversation a lot with my doctoral students. I'm like, yes, it's okay that you have to cite um, everybody who's somebody and everybody who's not somebody yet um, in your work. But sometimes you have to understand that you want to make your content and you want to make your ideas approachable to some some, some other audiences, like your undergrads, um, like... I cannot. I mean, I can talk about this stuff with my undergrads, but I'm not gonna go and start sab- and start, you know, blurring every theorist I know. Right. When I can make a reference to, when I can make a reference to a pop culture event that they understand and they get and they dig it. And assuming that pop culture has nothing to teach us, it's um, I think it's a little a little pretentious uh, from from the rest of us. Um, I, you look at some of the TV shows, I mean, and I'm not saying every TV show has a lesson, sure, but of course. But of if course. you look at if you look at some of the lessons, if, for example, if you, I'm, I'm just going to dare to say something here. If you look at the French Prince of Bel Air, there, you could, you could, you could look at, the, and now I actually have an identity to discuss with yes. a friend of mine. The um, French Prince of Bel Air, you can look at some of, the, you can look at critical race theory. And there are so many examples, and there are so many examples in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air I mean, about how they see the world coming through, I mean, through a critical race theory lens, without ever, without ever saying it's called, it's critical race theory.
1: Right. And 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 if you can, and and I think part of, uh, I think part of the discussion here is how do you make knowledge, uh, how do you make knowledge generate generative and then how do you make it how can we as you know people who who kind of research this and think about this a lot i think it's important for us to make it knowledge accessible right so if and and what that means is i have to figure out okay what what am i trying to accomplish and do i accomplish that through you know to use your example is that a fresh prince of bel-air episode and or Derek Bell and Kim Crenshaw for just a, as an example. How does that mm-hmm. work depending on who the audience is? And I would argue that's, I mean, that's literacy. We're talking, liter- we're talking media exactly. and we're talking, we're talking textual literacy conceived broadly. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, it's, yeah,
0: sorry, yeah, it's the whole notion. No, no, no. It's the whole idea that uh, text is something that's part of us. I mean, we are text. I always tell my students, we are text. We are, I mean, I was telling, even from, even, even looking at, look at multimodal theory, even these choices, even you throw in choices, the choices you make for what you want to wear, that it's all a message. Like the fact that I decided, f- folks cannot see it, but I decided to wear a Star Wars here. t-shirt because I was meeting, I was meeting my main man, Dr. Dando here, the Dandolarian himself. I like, no, I got to wear, I got to represent, I got to wear the Star Wars because, I mean, I know the guy, I mean, first of all, he gave himself one of the coolest nicknames in history, the Dandelorian. David <laughs> L- David. By the way, David Lowe and I are insanely jealous that you jumped on board and you were able to pull it off. But like, yo, I yeah, mean, that's because I was. That's because my oh, for the Cal- record, I was gonna also go, say that Dandelorian would have been epic too. But <laughs> no, it, it was.
1: That's what I had. I got. I had dando Calrissian, Oh, I hate you. Original, now. That was my original. That was my. account you. And then somebody somebody jumped on it, and I was like, well. time to to make a new account for the dandelion is not bad
0: either it's a really cool one
1: (laughs) but um but yeah i I love that idea that we are god uh, so i'm gonna man i'm just gonna chew on this for a second because the idea that we are texts and this idea that that we read ourselves as texts and i'm not gonna be corny but But we as text read ourselves into text and then for somebody, some external force to say, well, those texts don't matter in some ways is stripping away part of who we are. Do you know what I'm saying? So like when when you say like, well, comics aren't real reading or comics are uh, um, a a bridge to real literacy, that's I think a very thin understanding Mm. and a very, as you said, a very pretentious understanding, Mm -hmm, a very, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and it, it, it keeps those barriers up between, um, you know, it keeps those barriers up and and keeps knowledge kind of. Yeah. At a distance when we can, when, when these pop culture texts allow us to bring, bring people in, into the conversation and bring them closer. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm I'm right I'm right there with you. Yeah, and because I mean, because you think about
0: like all the topics that you can find in comics and all the topics you can find in graphic novels, for example. Like, right. Even yesterday, when I was explaining critical literacy to my dog students, I made a reference to Mouse. Yep. And I said how even I said even if you look at Mouse and you look at some of the ideas about how important, well, how I actually made this argument that there's a part in the story where they say we have to remind we have to retell the story every so often so people don't forget because we forget it happens and I, go, and I said and that was what the Frankfurt school was talking about. And I just oh, I, I, I just tried I just tied Horkheimer and Mauss in
1: one sentence. Boom. Right. right. Um and boom you looking boom. for this you're looking for this <laughs> don't play don't play sorry. Sorry. I
0: to, I- sorry i had to i had to i had to use that um, that quote from war machine because yes. yeah. <laughs> it's no it's kind of an inside joke with my i mean my wife and i we also i mean she's a Mar- she's a huge marvel fan you, you've met my wife yes. Yes. And, and we are we actually using an everyday life with our. and I, I mean i'm not we have like three Marvel phrases we use all the time. The, re- the most recent one was boom, you're looking, you're for, looking this. for this? Oh. Yeah, there's one that we always use when we don't agree, when we have different versions of our uh, We kind of like we don't see eye to eye on the on on our version of the story, so I always use the line, the famous line from Hawkeye. You and I remember Budapest, Budapest, Budapest. Very, very differently. Very, 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 differently. <laughs> oh, I use that all the time. Like we're like. She says something. I'm like, no, oh, you and I remember, yeah, I remember that very <laughs> differently. And occasionally when I want to say like, something like I want to do something like, and then shawarma after. So I, sometimes I don't think shawarma after, but I'm like, kind of like, okay, but we're going to do this later. Right.
1: So I didn't shawarma after. Shawarma
0: after. So, exactly. Yeah.
1: And, and, and it's that idea of how, you know, I I think a lot of when we talk about with our students, how to read the word in the world, Ooh. we can't, we can't, we can't be, we can't be too precious about that to, to, you know, we can't be too, um, we, we shouldn't be too exclusive about, well, which words and what word like, how, which worlds are we talking about? Like, Mm. no, we, we have to have an expansive notion of what those things are so that we can bring people, uh, into those conversations because that's how we get and do better. That's, that's Tony Morrison, right? Like, you you know better you do better um exactly and, and, and 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 part of knowing better is having is is having um something that um uh dr gloria ladson billings used to used to talk about is is this idea of affective distance so you if you roll into a room and you're like who wants to talk about grief no one but if you're like yo did you catch wandavision then it's a different conversation. Exactly. Yo, who wants to talk about jingoism and and a post and like I would, but like who wants to talk about post-9 eleven racial politics? Like no one's like none of your undergrads are gonna be like me, please. But, Unless maybe, but like, hey, yo, check out Hawkeye. Let's talk or not Hawkeye, let's check out um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Let's talk about that. Look right, at you like, all
0: stealthy now.
1: Right. Because um,
0: you're
1: a white <laughs> <laughs> um but 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 I think but I think that's part of what it part of what it does, right? I talk about I, I teach um oh, I teach education courses and I will always talk about one of the most important questions we can ask as critical educators, um as as people who are in, in this line of inquiry is one of the most important questions, the critical questions you can ask is what if? Do right. you know what I mean? Like because that fundamentally in my mind pushes back against the status quo because the what if is like well here's what it is but what if what if and that's a critical yeah. question you know it is I'm a saying? critical question yeah yeah indeed and, and so it's not like cute like what if captain america was peggy carter it's like no what let, what does this tell us about nationalism what does this tell us about gender what does this tell us about race what does it tell like just that little tweak can make can open what, up a lot of conversation What does this? What does this tell us about
0: the importance of training and education? Hey, talk I about that was no. I mean, talking about yeah. that. I mean, someone was making an argument that well, you see, Captain America, Steve Rogers was a plain soldier. He, I mean, he had already picked He had already peaked. Yeah, Sharon Carter was, for all intents and purposes, although they don't make it very clear, but I think they kind of tell us between the lines. Yeah, don't look down, but she's an SIA. She's an SAS agent. That's right. That's I right. That, I mean, doesn't has British intelligence, but the British intelligence is James Bond. She's yeah. a commando. Yeah, she has. I mean, if you think of Captain America, when she just she just kind of grabs the gun and just point blank she fires with fires with absolutely no hesitation. She didn't even blink. That's, she just that, like that, just that, by that, point blank, like dude, that is SAS. That, that's, that's like
1: that's double O. Oh. Oh. That's double O oh stuff right there. That's, that's double O stuff right there. That's MI six SAS. Right.
0: And, super, and she's, a, she, I mean, she had military training, like she had commando training. So, of course, when she that she's a super soldier, that oh, yeah, that's dude. Uh, Steve Rogers was a rough draft, Steve. <laughs> this is the this is what the published paper, I love that, the publish love paper that. was supposed it's to be like. Look no, like.
1: man, Steve, Steve Rogers was cool. And, like, one of the things I think that's interesting, of course, is he is. Like, oh, no, no, of course we dig he has it. A Big heart. No, I'm not, but what I'm you're not, talking not, about, dude, I love dude, that. I'm, I'm, and Steve I mean, is the. I love I'm, that not gonna, I'm, not gonna be, I'm not
0: gonna be dissing on Steve Rogers no, because no, no, no. on the one but hand I love, he's legit. I love the idea. On the other hand, that w- that I would it. I mean if I start dissing too much on Steve Rogers, that could spark a marital crisis.
1: Oh no. Oh no, we don't want to it. My do that. wife,
0: oh no, my wife no. Her but, cap- her Captain America is Steve Rogers. My Captain America is Sam Wilson.
1: That's right. That's pretty uh, much how it goes. Your Captain I remember America Cap, is Steve Rogers. You and I remember Cap very differently. My Captain um, America steps back. No, but but, but it's Wills. a, but, but what, I, what, I, what, I, what I love about what you said is this notion of, and, and again, we're talking about yeah. gender and yeah. we're talking about uh, nationalism, national belonging, et cetera, et cetera. Is like, I love that you said Steve Rogers is a rough draft because he's supposed to be like this pinnacle of, like in the main, right, in the main character, in the main universe, mm-hmm. Steve Rogers is. Blonde hair, blue eye got the corn fed, uh, white American male. And I love that you're like, yeah, that's, I mean, a good rough draft. That's a good start, I guess. Right. It's just like the notion of what we think, like <laughs> no, what, exactly. we, what we, what we um, think, it what we think should be, you know, what hmm. if, what if aspiration was put, was different. These things that we aspire to be like, yes, it's all about being like, yes, Steve Rogers has a big heart and he's a good guy. And it's not what. It, it's not the suit that makes the man. Right. But the idea also for that is like, well, what if we aspired to not be that?
0: <laughs> exactly. Right. No, and it's a good if question. Is an aspirational figure. It, 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 he is. I mean, they, I mean, they got, they, there's some music coming up in, in Hawkeye anyway. So there you go. Spoiler. I'll let you what what pause. What not you pay? would you pay? <laughs> <did> you pay <laughs> I mean, Boku pay. money? What do you pay? Boku cash to see that?
1: Would I pay? Would I pay? so, for those if you haven't seen the hawkeye trailer now's a good time to just uh, skip to skip for maybe a couple minutes because we talked about this for a second but, that, but in the hawkeye trailer there's the uh what i can only describe as the hamilton musical but it's but it's it's rogers and it's, it's about captain america basically like, it's basically would i, mean, I pay it's... real money to see that in real life uh yes i would <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I love the suspense. I love how you're like, you keep us guessing. Yes,
1: of course. Oh, uh, you
0: kind of, you gotta look like, you're going to remind them of, um, what's up with that Saturday Night Live uh, skit. Right. <laughs> Whenever, every time when the, the DeAndre Cole was teasing, um, uh, Lindsay Buckingham, like, come on, Lindsay. Like, ah! ah. Just, yeah, it's all right. It's good. We're good we're good <laughs> That's
1: fine. <laughs> That's fine.
0: Uh, yeah, kind of like that.
1: It's, um and, and, and I think it's, I think, one of the things that um is is important for me to to pay to pay attention to is you know when we talk about cat being um aspirational is what is you know the what if makes that like well how are we thinking about aspirational mm-hmm. and when I think about how for instance that is tied into discussions in. Captain America, uh, uh, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier, and we talk about Isaiah Bradley, and we talk about truth, like red, white, and black. Like when we think about the what if, what like what are our at, who and what are we aspiring? we aspiring to? And how does, for instance, Peggy Carter change the change the the mathematics if we want to the cultural thinking about that? Um, and that is in my mind if we're talking about rupturing and disrupting status quos, the first thing we have to ask is like, what is the status quo? And so we're going oh, to status.
0: No, right? actually, no, actually there is an answer to it. The what if there is an answer The status quo is, ca- is that there is a captain Britain already. Yes. Why do we have to call her captain Carter? Why can't we call her captain Britain? Oh, because there is already a captain Britain who's a dude.
1: Oh, talk about it. And, and, and this idea of like, you know, we get into this idea of, um, you know, multiverse and, and speculative. We get into variance, right? We think about how the things that seem very settled, and I think we've learned a lot about this in, you can tell me what you think, but I think we learned a lot about this, at least in educational spheres um, from, the, from the pandemic, is the things that we thought were very set in stone and immovable and unchangeable and intractable are very not,
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, like, no, everything turned upside down. I mean, and the, the, sad, the funny thing is, if you think about it, I mean, uh, first of all, there is always, I mean, I mean, you probably have seen this meme basically saying that the Jetsons called it. <laughs> it's
1: like I, I have. <laughs> wait, I haven't seen that. What? Wait, no. What? I mean, there is no. a whole thing, a whole
0: meme about the Jetsons calling it. Like telemedicine, like a teleworking, telemedicine. Uh oh!
1: like,
0: like they call remote learning. They call telemedicine. They call that. Everybody's always talking. No, everybody's always talking about how the Simpsons predicted it.
1: But dude, it was all, the Jetsons it was, called it. It was all the, the Jetsons understood. The Jetsons, the, the Jetsons, Jetsons understood called it, before we. And we were not.
0: Oh, the Jetsons were in two thousand twenty already. Right. In 1960, they were already in 2020. They were already in 2020. 2020. They were in and 2020, telling us what to do in 2020.
1: Right, like, and it's, we just it's, were not paying attention because we're oh, because we're not paying attention. And I think, man, that's that's high mean, because
0: because here's the funny yeah. thing. Here's the funny thing. We we constantly talk about um, how science fiction, like we always give credit to science fiction, so we get credit to Asimov. Um, how he predicted some of the things. And then occasionally we give credit to Star Trek on how they predicted some things, but we never give credit, to, but we never talk about what the Jetsons got right mm-hmm. or what the cartoons got right when it comes to the, when it comes to the zeitgeist of these new, these new decades. I mean, we never talk about that, but we don't give them enough. We have to give, we have to give cartoons and comics enough credit that they have also been really zeitgeist for decades Right. They have been reading it for decades. I mean, right. always think about X-Men. X-Men has been reading this. I mean Yes. We know that X-Men was reading was reading the room in the middle of in the, middle of the civil rights movement. They read right. I mean Stan Lee and Jack Kirby read their room.
1: Right. And they and, and in many ways they, they they understood the assignment, right? In in terms of you know, thinking about um, in order to change the status quo and And to push back against the the way the way things are, um, which in in my mind is is uh, can be detrimental to a number of communities, has been historically detrimental to a number of communities. We need to be able to think not only differently, but we also need to be able to think forward. And part of that is a in my mind, that's like a a, 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 a re- act of resistance to be like, what does? what does tomorrow look like? And what if I could imagine something different and comics have been doing that for, for a long time. Like, 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 like with Dick Tracy, Dick Tracy had an Apple watch in 1930. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, so, so when we're thinking about how do we do better for me, the, the, the important question, not maybe not how we do better, but for me, the question becomes who is a, who is afforded and invited in to imagine different, right? So we think about like, well, what could, what should a classroom look like, or what does literacy, what is literacy, how does it work? Kids are already so many uh, communities are already literate in their own ways, but when you yeah, narrow exactly. it down to when you just, narrow hmm. it down to certain practices, well, then comics go out the window, pop culture goes out the window because that's not. Music maybe we'll give you it. Asimov maybe mm-hmm. we'll give you this book we'll throw you, yeah, we'll, you we'll throw you the
0: bone in that's it oh, and,
1: and how about this we'll, we'll maybe give you Asimov we'll definitely give you Jules Verne you can have Jules Verne you can have there you, go. you can have your Steve Punk so, okay you have your 20,000 you have your H.G. Wells well okay that's fine but
0: once you start going into veering to come into the graphic novel side of things that's when I go okay right that's when for, you start like oh that and, no that's, that's that's for button in the class like why right right why or, I or, mean it's always kind of like, I mean, and this is something I tell all the time when I teach my my literacy classes. I always go, and people always say, "Oh, this, this, uh, today's kids don't read that much." Woo! And I always throw the same question. And I always throw the same. I mean, a question that someone. I mean, uh, that someone actually I quoted in my dissertation, having this conversation with one with someone. I'm not going to say the name. Um, but it's still, it's still a couple skin color of mine. But he made the question, as opposed to when. And I always keep going, I tell, I took that question around with it. As opposed to when, I was still students. You tell me this, this is the generation that reads okay. the least. As opposed to when in history. When? As opposed to when what period in history? In what period of history has people had reading at the at literally at their fingertips? Right. Right. I mean, sure, we still restrict and we still censor it, but. I mean, are you telling me that people in in people during the Black Plague read as much as we did? <laughs> no, I mean, I would granted, say no. No, granted. No, I, I, there I are some me. there are some people there are some people who read even less than people read of the Black Plague, and you see them protesting from the hospitals. But that's, not but what that's, that's, that's a different story,
1: right? But but what that but but what you know any anytime somebody leads with you know ah, kids these days don't want to read and and. and it's like, well, I love that idea. It's like, since what are you talking about? Right? Like, there is access to information. Kids are literate in so, uh, our, our students are literate in the so many different read. ways. What? Right? And and, and 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 so how are we providing avenues for them to uh, read themselves how are, into? How right? are we
0: tapping into the knowledge that we really have? Exactly. I mean, they bring, They have. They have all this knowledge. I mean, if you, if you can look at what they do and you can look at what they read and you can connect it to your content. Yeah. I mean, there are ways you can engage them. Yes. But if you if you're gonna keep, I mean, pop culture provides us a way to connect across uh, generations. I mean. Ooh. um because I mean, there are there, there are elements, there are there are word. there are references, there are references that become somewhat universal. Um, when you talk about Star Wars, or you talk about Die Hard, I mean, and the, the, the eternal argument is Die Hard a Christmas movie? The answer is, of course it is. Of course it is. Let's uh, just call it. Let's just let just, just put that one to rest. And we've solved well, that. We've solved yeah. that here today. Thanks, the official final thank, word. Thank
1: you, <laughs> and, and
0: with a big shout out to the man. Main man himself, Mr. Clint, Clint Barton. He helped. He finally put the argument to rest. That's
1: right. That's right. It, but, but what you're talking about, I think, is 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 super <laughs> pun. Uh, I think it's super important. Here is the ways that folks make are making sense of of the world and the making sense of their own lives. is not. is not secondary. It's not less than. And we need to put it in. We need to put it in that proper. You know, we need to put it in that proper context, um, and I pre- that's why I appreciate the work that you, that, that you do um, so much in that um, this, w- when we think about how students are showing up in their – how they're, they're making their own literate lives. They're doing that just fine without any not i want to say without any help because somebody's got you know given but they're making their own literate lives Mm -hmm. and so how do we how do we bring how do we bring what they're doing not into the classroom but an understanding of who they are should inherently be in that educational environment you know it's not it's not how do we use star trek or how do we, te- how do we use comics to teach literacy? It's how our comics all- how are, how our comics literate literacy, how, how are these texts already literacy and kids are reading all the time already. And even how, even how
0: we can use that to help them read better. I mean, like, that's right. That's I mean, right. I've been, I mean, sometimes, and again, they, I mean, school has a particular function when it comes to languages right. and especially right. in the case of um, second languages or additional languages. Sure. I mean, <coughs> we have a function. And maybe our function is not, maybe in our function is to help them read those texts better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yes. kind of like, some, I mean, some of the work that I have done with couple, a couple of my students with you, uh, the research with you on comics here. And it's the notion of how, um, how big comics fans, they start relying on multiple languages. And specifically, we have evidence of English and Korean and Japanese, um, not necessarily to become fans. I mean you can become a fan in your own language. Like sure. in the case sure. we can find a graphic novels translated to Spanish, we can find manga and anime translated from Korean to, to Spanish. But there is so there is all the other content. There is all the other lore, if you will. Mm. And some of that lore is not available in our language. It's available in the source material. So the argument we've been making is they can become fans through their to the um, the native language, mm-hmm. but they become connoisseurs through through access to multitude traditional languages. So we have developed the idea of connoisseurship. I mean, I actually have a, I developed a um, I, I mean this is a little publication, by it for the micro papers. And have one that is called connoisseurship Ooh. as literature practice. So it's kind of relying on Eisner's idea. Oh, I got the tingles! Of, oh, I got the spidey but sense! But this tingles. sense of it's the sense of and I'm even thinking about how I got myself into the lore and and again yeah. I, and when it comes to comics, I'm a Green Lantern guy. I mean, I've been a Green Lantern guy since I started watching the Super Friends. I wasn't too... I mean, sure, I always had a sweet tooth for Batman because Batman is the Batman. That's Batman. I mean, I, it's, yeah, it's
1: like... Uh, yeah. It's like liking air or water. It's like, yes, of course, these are necessary things. Yeah, but Green
0: Lantern was always a fascinating character. And Then when I started getting deeper into the mythology of green lantern and the whole idea of the core and, the, and then you go into the emotional spectrum and mm. but in order to understand that you need to start going into the source material and you need to start like looking at, at comics that are not translated and you have to look at wikis that talk about it and you for example to get a full sense you have to read the entire blackest night saga which you're not going to find it translated mm. You have to you have to find it in the original and you have and you have to sift through it to mm-hmm. really understand a lot of the stuff that I mean the Blackest lights saga is a whole is a whole whole different ball game in the in the Green Lantern um, in the Green Lantern mythos but and you start finding things that I mean you're not gonna find references to. I mean sure, killer walk is the one you're gonna find, even then references right. to Mogo, you're not gonna find a reference to Mogo in, you know, in the in the normal material. That's you're right. Not, you have to start digging deep into up to really That's right. like, oh, wait, wait.
1: They have a planet? And and they have, and, a, they have a sentient planet? Wait, like, that what? whole thing? The whole thing It's a planet. It's a planet. And and, and, it's, and, a, and it's a it is a green letter. <laughs> what the <amazing. laughs> it's a- and such
0: so, but, yeah, so, in, so even like that, if I want to go deeper into Green Lantern, I really need to, I really, really need to, you know, go okay. deeper. In, and yeah. I know, and I've seen it, like, and I have, we have, like, evidence, for example, of students here who are now learning Korean, uh, well, part of it is K-pop, but a lot of it, right. has, to, I mean, it has to do with uh, anime. A lot of students are learning yeah. Japanese just yeah. so they can understand the anime.
1: And 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 there's a couple of things I think here that's interesting is the first is you can't tell me a student doesn't enjoy and isn't pa- like isn't passionate about research that is going to do the legwork to figure out uh, the, the Green Lantern myth- mythos. You know what I mean? Like that is not like a student who's going to dig into the materials, uh, uh, somebody who's going to going to. Um, really pursue, you know, spend time on wikis, spend time on, um, you know, reading the the history of the D of the DC universe. Um, and, and, and that's not engaging in research practices, for example. Um, and, and I also, uh, uh, when I think about language and I think about, so for instance, some things, and, and this is going to be a big shocker for everyone out there. Some things don't translate, mm-hmm. right? and so it the text takes on a a deep a a, a multiple a, a, another layer to it or or it becomes different mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. you read it and i don't and i'm not talking about corny well it's if you've read it in the original whatever no 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 yeah yeah no, yeah no 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 well no, no, no. what we're talking about is the text when you re- when you have the capacity to engage it in its in the way it is it hits different because it means something different exactly um, and and um, and I, I can't tell you I've have, I have friends who um, you know uh, English is is you know elf you know it's it's l5 right it's the language it's 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 language um, that that they've come to and they said you know one of the frustrating things is I want to there's no English translation for this thing I want to tell you so I'm just going to tell you am gonna get close but but it's not gonna hit right because there's no. It doesn't. Oh, uh, no, and some words are untranslatable. There. And some what words are just untranslatable, and that you yeah. have to come to terms with that. And, um, but but that's the that's the amazing thing about pop culture and literacy is we're not just talking about Marvel and DC. We're talking about those those an, those those manga, the anime, the the K-pop, those things that um, are global.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Global literacies.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and and I think as we go and really and we really um, again look at popular culture not right. from not as a demon not from a demonizing standpoint. Right. Not from no. Look at it for what it is. I mean,
1: mm.
0: you may not agree with it. You yep. may not agree with it, but it doesn't mean. And you don't have to take all forms of popular culture. Sure, sure. I mean, some some things are not something I want to bring to the classroom, right? Right. But there are things I could bring to the classroom, and that, right? And there are things you can negotiate even with the students. I mean, even negotiate with the students what because they, they could even tell you what they think. That's right. They would like to see in the classroom, and that's right. There are things they don't want to see in the classroom because well, they're sacred to it. They're Ooh. sacred.
1: Oh, we don't want. We I don't love want
0: that. The, we don't want you, we don't want the class, we don't want them to become classroom stuff. We want to keep them away. Right. Just, and dude, it's just like what we do. We, there are things we do. That's right. That we keep away from. There are things, and there are things where we bring, I mean, there are things that we do, yep. for example, with pop culture with video yep. games that we bring yep. into, and we just bring them into our, and we turn them into, I mean, whether we turn them into a full research agenda or for we sure. turn or or pet projects right exactly (laughs) exactly but there are there are things i don't want to bring into that yeah i mean as much as i like as as much as i like to study pop culture there are things I just sometimes i want to watch a tv show for the sake of watching it the problem is that i the problem is that sooner or later you start watching (laughs) a tv show and then you go into 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 a really off tangent like "Hmm." that's right like this tangent that I go, I'm going to tell you a tangent that I, uh, that I came up with last week. And I'm right. like, dude, wouldn't it be interesting to analyze Knight Rider from a perspective on new materialisms and posthumanism?
1: Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. I freaking love that.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm like, and I'm like, okay. I was, I just, I was like, I stopped right there. I'm like, Raul, you still have a lot of papers you have you to finish.
1: Understand. You. Oh, I know. Write, what, you know what write I it said. down. I write it down. Do, it's already here. It's here. And you and I are gonna talk about this later. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> right. I can't,
0: it's like, exactly. dude. It's not like I'm just, dude. i just putting it here because I'm kind of like, oh, no, dude. Oh, oh, oh. I'm oh, not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into this. I don't know. I've I'm not gonna hole. get. I am not gonna get into this high alone.
1: I got. I'm bringing, com- I'm bringing, no, I'm bringing
0: my compadres. I'm like, I'm saying, like, I'm not doing this by myself. I'm bringing my compadres. Exactly, and I, I mean, I'm calling out, and right now I'm going to start calling out. I'm going to start calling out everybody. I'm going to be, I'm going to be calling a lot. going to bring a lot of people into this fall for the next few, next few it. years. I'm calling out David Lowe. and oh. I'm calling out Sturge, Sturge Botsakis. Oh. I'm calling you out, and I'm calling out Carmel Meyer. I'm calling you out, and I'm calling out these societies. I'm calling you out. Look at this. Oh, I'm right. calling out, oh dude, I'm taking names Y'all know, y'all know now <laughs> I'm, I'm taking know. names Let's And last one, if you listen to this You're going down too <laughs> you, Everybody, no, dude, everybody's going down You think you can you, you can, you can, you can do this to me You can do this to me 24 hour lockdown on everybody <laughs> 24-hour lockdown. Oh, everybody! Do you get used to me? <laughs> Do, did I just quote? Did I just quote Denzel? <laughs> you, you did, and I. You did,
1: and I love it. And oh God! So, I mean, I, I'm a nutjob. No, man. This is this is this is what Since, it is. Is because what 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 it ultimately comes down to is this is 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 that there's community involved. It's all love. It, it can be, we, we have this notion of things that are serious have to be devoid of life. They have to be devoid of love. Mm, yeah. And I, and I think it's unfortunate. Devoid of, of, of energy.
0: And, 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 and I it. think, no. And, it's, and I think even in academia, like we are creating these false images about what a professor looks like. I mean, I remember a few years ago when we had the famous hashtag I look like a professor. Yeah. Yeah, that a lot of people said. Even I took a couple of pictures. I'm like, yeah, I'm a professor. Yep, I'm a professor. I had an Afro. Deal with it. Like yeah. <laughs> sometimes my <laughs> students, I feel like I feel like uh, sometimes my students seek me coming in, and I feel like I need to quote uh, again, War Machine.
1: Yeah, I'm here. It's me. Deal with it. I'm here. It's me. Deal with it. And then okay, so the last the last thing is this is, uh, and we're gonna as we as we bring it home. Uh, For those for those who are interested, uh, if you could say, well, well, how about this? What's one thing that you would watch, read or hear? What's one recommendation you would make to people to watch, read or hear? That's a new segment. That's a new little thing I'm going to thing I'm going to try. I
0: think these days I would say definitely Ted Lasso, because that show is so layered. Yo. And if you're a Star Wars fan and you're not watching Ted Lasso, what is wrong with you?
1: <laughs>
0: no, you I'm serious. It. You heard no, it. No, you're no, right. No, I didn't say it. Jason Sudeikis said it. He said he's battling Ted Lasso after Star- the original Star Wars trilogy. I'm not saying something that Jason Sudeikis baby. himself didn't say. That's in we the are, text now reality, We are, baby. We are, Right now, we are in Empire Strikes All Back. Right. It means next season we got the Return of the Jedi or the Return of the Lasso.
1: That's Return of the Lasso. I mean, I'm not, I'm not
0: saying something that Jason Sudeikis himself hasn't said. But, but I would wrong. say... No, but I, I mean, I'm saying it because everybody everybody that is lassoed right now... <laughs> but I, I'm just telling you, I, I already... Part of, like, it's become part of my... Because, like, I mean, my spouse is in Norway right now and, like basically friday nights i have to go in and start it's already afternoons i have to stop okay stop sending me spoilers no spoilers no spoilers i have to come home at seven before when she goes to bed i have to watch it because i know the next morning she's like t- she texts me she texts me what's up yeah let me know when you're home so we can talk about ted last so we spent an hour talking about it Was that- that's right and i want deconstructing that and i so i and i love the show because even the way the pop culture references are, are thrown in there.
1: Yes, they can. Yes.
0: I mean, if you if you if you listen carefully, and I was thinking of the last episode, um, there is a reference to a movie that backfires immediately. Yes. And no, and with backfires is basically foreshadowing what's going to
1: happen at the end. I'm not going to say anything. They're, they're going to that no, they they know exactly. They know exactly what they were. Of course, doing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no they do. It's, it's, it's terrific.
0: Everything. Uh, so I would say that's one show that I'd definitely say. Yeah, yeah worth watch that lasso because it's it's. I mean, it's a no, and it's got some interesting topics. I think it's a show that it's bringing up this whole notion of listen. It's okay. It's okay to seek. It's okay to seek help. Yeah. It's okay to seek therapy. I always tell my doctoral students, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I I needed to. I had to go. I was mandated to go to therapy in the middle of my doctoral program, not because of my dissertation, but because there was a lot of stuff in my life that was messing up my dissertation. And they told me, go sort everything out. Mm. Otherwise you're not going to be able to finish. Mm. I sorted my life out and a lot of things started falling into place. Even, I, even met, I reconnected with then a friend who became my girlfriend, who became my fiance, who became my wife. wouldn't have happened if i hadn't really straightened my i mean sorted stuff out in therapy i'm not afraid to say that i I like to tell my doctoral students and my master's students if you need help seek therapy
1: it's there's no shame in
0: that there's no shame in seeking counseling yes there's no there's no shame in seeking counsel whether you look for a therapy or or a or like an older or a mentor if you if you have a good relationship with a with a former professor or with your uh with your advisor and you still keep that mentorship I tell my students at this point of my career is when I talk most often with my advisor because I'm at a point where since I'm now in a position I'm a mid-career scholar that's right there's a lot of stuff I don't know how to navigate that's right so I seek her counsel and another professor um, at at my university who are two of my biggest literacy mentors I seek their advice because there are things I don't know how to They oh now I'm a role model now, right. students are looking up to me like students all over the country. I go to a conference and they look at want I talk to me like when did that happen? Right. right. Uh, it's so. And I seek counsel, and I tell my students seek counsel because it's necessary. Mm. We are not. We cannot know. We cannot. Let's not try to be heroes and think we got it all figured out. That's I've powerful. been. I mean, I've been hearing. I mean, even I've been hearing professors who retire. Who say no? I'm talking to this friend who's been retired for ten years, helping me navigate retirement. Yeah. Yo. And you hear some of the biggest names in the field talking about, oh, uh, I just retired. I need to, I need to figure out, I to my life. So I'm, that's I'm it. seeking counsel from a friend of mine. Like, and this that, is the this, person.
1: That's such a powerful, like, and, powerful point. So I would say that definitely, um, Ted Lasso is the show to watch these days because,
0: um, yeah. Uh, yes. Read. I would say read. Uh, well, if you're in literacy you gotta read a book, baby. You gotta read the, <laughs> the book. <laughs> <Yeah, baby. laughs> of literacies. You but, already know. You know. But I would say no. Read something. I mean, also find read something that brings pleasure to your life. I'm actually happy oh, to. Oh yes. So no, actually, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share that I I've had a I mean I've had an ongoing relationship with a book. I. It's been a diff- I had a difficult time finishing since two thousand five, and it's Aragon, the era the uh, the Inheritance ah, Saga. So yes. I now I'm halfway through the first book, and I got the other three. Yes. And my goal is to finish. I mean, I'm gonna. I don't know how, but I want to finish this one by the end of the month, and see if I can finish the other ones before I before I before the end of the year. That's it. I decided to make time to sit down and read something oh, that is yes. not academic. Yes, just me. And in uh, a, 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 a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or whatever, but give, I love give it. myself also so read something that is non-academic in nature, whatever it is—a graphic novel. There are great graphic novels out there. So, yes. um, and or a novel or anything that it's anything that is not non-academic, and read it without in if you're like someone who's like us, who are always plotting papers in the <laughs> middle of converse, of random conversations on Facebook. Um, don't do that. <laughs> no, don't you're do right today. No, 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 Some
1: things you want to keep away from that. You're right. There's, there's, I mean, you've got to make time. There is a to lot, there's the, a lot of, there's a lot of topics.
0: And again, yeah, Andrew and I were having this conversation about the, the zombie and how, I mean, cause I mean, the question about, okay, but if Dallas is a zombie, can he stick and he still snack? Because right. the zombie No, no, it's not that no, the head can come off. It's that yeah. the zombie. is that the zombie lore is very clear that zombies are not sentient. Right. That How the whole you? notion. No, the whole notion that Thanos has to do two things. He has. Yep. First of all, he has to be has to be sentient. I Me mean, aware enough that he has to go pick up the Mind Stone. That's right. Second, he has to be aware enough that he has to put it in the gauntlet, and then he has to and he has to think about <laughs> what to, that the That's snap the thing. that the snap that the snap doesn't operate the, you, No, you have to tell the snap what to do. Right. So I'm thinking, can Zombie Thanos do all
1: that? That doesn't have to. And what I love about it is is like that. You just think like that. That's not a paper. That's not a presentation. Just that's something to just like chop up with your friends. And I love the idea that that I, I love what what you have said here. And I appreciate your time so much. Is is that you make the time for yourself, and that is that is okay. No, you have to and make it, it. You have to make Especially it. given otherwise
0: this otherwise this this environment can chew you up. Can chew that's you right. up and spit you back. Chew you and spit you back.
1: And I love. So, I love, I that. would say that.
0: And I would say, yeah, find things. And so you said something to watch something to share.
1: Uh, and I said, I said something to hear, like for people who are like, you know, hip hop heads or music heads or um, maybe. A uh, yeah, I, I,
0: oh, I don't know. I just have, I mean, I, I like to create playlists on YouTube for whatever reason. I recently created one from hip hop, like eighties, nineties, odd early odds, hip hop, um, Cause I was listening to that one night. I'm like, oh my god, how many songs do I know? And <laughs> I have one and I have different playlists for different purposes. I That's would just awesome. say, fine, Oh, just I mean, and, and I use music and music. I I mean, I love the I, I always think about that quote by Dick Clark that music is the soundtrack to your life, and yes. it's so true. Yes. like, yeah, I have sound. I mean, it would be interesting because we always talk about we always make the joke about uh, oh. no, sorry. You don't want Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Dude, I don't want. I, no, they want I, I don't want Morgan Freeman during my life. I need Samuel L. Jackson because blah blah blah. I always say, oh no. I mean, I, I mean, can I, I always make use that because in my, I always tell my. I have a quote for my students, and sometimes they pick it up and they, um, when they, they send me Morgan Freeman means. I always say, no, no. In class, I'm Morgan Freeman. Yeah, in yeah. my research meetings, I'm Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson, that's right. Sorry, I need. Sorry, I. I have to be. I have to make it. It's yep. difficult for me to talk research without cussing. I yeah. need. I need to cuss when I when I, when I talk research, when I talk teaching, when I talk education, I don't need to cuss. I can well, be. It's, it's, I can be. It's, I can be. I can be Morgan Freeman. I can be Will
1: Smith. It's different I mean, hats.
0: It's well, different when hats. doing research, I need to sound like no, sorry. I sound like Eminem and Samuel Jackson hanging out on a Saturday night in a bar.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! I I love hanging out i love talking with you thank you you. man for your spirit your energy for sharing your time and wisdom with us today um y'all i appreciate uh out there appreciate you checking out another um another episode and sticking with us hanging out with us make sure you check the show notes we're gonna have um the link to the to the book uh brother i man i appreciate you so much thank you for hanging out with us
0: today it's a a pleasure i mean we need. I mean, we need moments like this where we can talk academically, we can talk shop and have a little fun at the same time. We need I appreciate those
1: spaces. It. I appreciate so I'm, you, I'm happy
0: to be part of this. I can't wait to hear the podcast and the other podcast. I want to hear the one from Wayne before and whoever comes next. I'm going to be checking out those podcasts and keeping an eye on that.
1: So you heard it first. You heard, you, you heard it here. Stay tuned. We hope to see you uh, or uh, we hope you join us again um, on our next edition, but but for now, be well, be safe, be smart, be loved.